Hello, everyone. This is the I'm Just a Kid podcast, episode 152. First episode of the solo cast, new style uh, that I'm doing the podcast in. How you doing? James Camacho here. Obviously, you know that. Um, thanks for listening. Thanks for being a part of this. I hope you're doing well. Um, yeah, let's uh, let's get rocking and rolling. This is going to be a fun uh, podcast. We're going to talk about what's going on in my life. We, as if there's like anyone here. Nope, it's just me in my apartment, my blue screen. Um, but yeah, so uh, I guess I uh, if you listen to the announcement, you know from now on the podcast is going to be uh, less guest and more just kind of me ranting, raving about my life, what's going on in the news, and uh, I will also be answering uh, fan questions. If you haven't sent a question yet and you have a question you want to ask me, I would uh, recommend you send those questions to the I'm Just a Kid podcast at gmail.com email address, or you can just DM them to me on my uh, social media page, wherever, Bro at Instagram, uh, TikTok. Don't send it on TikTok. I don't know this. Is there a message function thing on TikTok where you could like DM people? I don't know. TikTok, I'm really just like, I really just like open TikTok to post my shit and I just get off. I don't really uh, do that thing where I like, you know, you ever see people just on there for fucking hours just scrolling up, scrolling up, scrolling up, scrolling up, scrolling up. I don't know. How, I, I just I just don't find anything on there interesting, you know? I don't know. I don't really find anything interesting, to be honest. You know what really like kind of depresses me is when... Uh, people be like, yeah, I'm into that new show, uh, Euphoria, or like, oh, have you seen the new Game of Thrones, uh, House of Dragon, whatever the fuck, and I, I swear to God, dude, I've never, I don't watch any TV, it's the saddest thing, it's like, I don't know, what's the last TV show I watched, Mad Men? <laughs> what is Mad Men, like, 10 years ago at this point? Um, and I always say, like, it, it just feels kind of sad, because, like, I feel like I'm, like, I can't be in these conversations, you know? And oh, you know, I watched Dahmer, I guess. I guess I watched Dahmer recently. But that's like a that's not really that's like a real that's like a limited series, you know. I'm talking about like Dexter and Seinfeld and all these like like uh TV shows, like long form multiple season shows. I just I just I trick myself into saying that I don't have time for any uh TV shows, you know, which is like it's Listen, I, I'm not big on time because, you know, I'm trying to make it in comedy. I'm trying to, like, you know, build my following. I'm trying to sexually please my girlfriend, you know. So there's a lot going on in my life. But I feel like everyone, like, anyone that goes, like, oh, I don't have time or, oh, man, I don't got time. It, it's just all bullshit. It's just basically what that means is I don't want to give any time for the horse shit you're talking about. That's really all it is, you know. But yeah, I, uh, I that's something I'm trying to do with my life. You know, I'm trying to be a better person. I'm trying to make it in comedy, and I'm trying to like watch more TV shows. If you have a like a recommendation for a TV show, fucking send it over. How was that Game of Thrones thing? I wonder how that is. What's it called? House of Dragon. I wonder if do I have HBO? I think my girlfriend has HBO. That's probably maybe. That's, you know, maybe I'll get onto that. American Horror Story was fun, too. I don't know. It's weird because, like, I want to spend all my time. Here's the thing that's hard about being a comedian. It's like you you got to basically work all day, all night, right? Because not only do you write jokes and tell jokes at night, but then during the day you're sending emails to bookers and you're trying to get um, 
your social media following up, so you're posting, you're editing clips, all this fucking shit, doing podcasts, right? And meanwhile, it's like what you have to talk about on stage is life experiences. And when you're working all the time, obviously, you don't have that life experience. And the life of a comedian, it's like it's so unrelatable to most people. You know, most people go out to bars, you know, they, they watch TV shows, they have sex and stuff. You know, I have sex too, just, you know, just for sake of uh, whatever argument. But, yeah, it's like when you're a comedian um, and you're not living a life, you're, you're writing, you're posting, you're on airplanes. Um, it, 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 what the fuck kind of like, you know, can you talk about that people are going to relate to, you know? So anyways, long story short, I got to watch some fucking TV shows. Um, but yeah, what's going on with my life? I just, uh, it's Monday right now, Monday, October 24th. Uh, the Yankees lost the, they got swept by the Astros. I don't know if anyone's a sports fan that uh, that's listening, but I'm a pretty big sports fan. Baseball is my favorite sport. Then we got football. Uh, for baseball, I'm a Seattle Mariners fan, which I know is kind of weird. But I grew up, when I started playing baseball as a kid, that's when Ichiro Suzuki broke into the league. And he's Asian. I'm Asian. I'm like, I'm going to be Ichiro one day, right? So um, I kind of fell in love with Ichiro, and then I fell in love with the team he played for, the Seattle Mariners. And the Seattle Mariners were actually really good back then. Um, So, like, they won 116 games Ichiro's first year when I started liking baseball. And then they won 93 games. And by the way, 116 for people that don't know is the, the record for most wins in a season for baseball. So they won 116. Next year they won 93, missed the playoffs. In 2003 they missed the playoffs again, but they won 93 games. And then 2004 on, they've been shit since. But um, I'm a Seattle Mariners fan and then I'm a New York Giants fan for football. And for basketball, I don't follow basketball that much, but I, I would just say I'm a Knicks fan because New York, you know. But, yeah, man, the Yankees um, are, I would say, my second favorite team just because I'm in the New York. I mean, I live in New York City, and when I listen to my sports radio shows like the Michael K show and shit, um, all they do is, like, talk about the Yankees and their playoff pursuits. So I kind of know a lot of what's going on in the team. And, man, they look pathetic <laughs> against the Astros, dude. The at and here's the thing, I, I kind of sympathize with the Yankees because as a Mariners fan, um, I play, like, my team plays in the same division as the Astros. And the Astros, all they do is fucking cream us all the time. Like, I, I, I think that the Astros and the Mariners before the playoffs played maybe like 19 games, right? And I think they lost 12 of them or like something, some, so they went 12 and five. No, 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 that's not 19. Um, Maybe like 12 and 7 was their record. Um, they won 7 and lost 12 to the Astros. And then they got swept in the playoffs. And then the, it's just fucking frustrating because the Astros are cheaters, right? In 2017, they were found to be to cheating. Cheating? Is that a word? Cheating? You've cheating? No. They were, they were found to have cheated in 2017. And, you know... They've just been even better since then. You know, they make the playoffs every fucking year. They get into the World Series every year. I think they've gone to six straight American League Championship Series. Like, Jesus Christ, man. And they're just slapping around my team. Then they go and play the Yankees, who are my local team, just slapping them around. And listen, I give them credit, you know. They're, I, I don't think they're cheating now. 
But it's like, I wish the Yankees put up more of a fight. I got to be honest, man. The Mariners, my team put up more of a fight than the Yankees. I think like if somehow the Mariners got past the Astros, which I think they could have because that game one, they, they hit Verlander pretty hard. I think they were winning like 6-1 six, six, or 7-2 at some point. And then they fucking blew it. But if they had won that first game, held that lead, I think the the momentum would have shifted. And I think I think the Mariners actually appear to be better than the Yankees uh, this year towards the end, you know. So it was just pathetic, man. The Yankees couldn't hit for shit. I was I watched like two or three of the games, the whole games, and they're just like brutal, dude. It's like it, they didn't even belong on the same uh, field, and. Um, it was sad, man, and like it, it sucks because I hate the Astros. They're cheaters. They're in my fucking division, um, and you know now they're in the World Series and playoffs every year. It's a bummer when you're a big sports fan, and the teams you the teams you hate the most are like always in the finals. You know, it makes it really not enjoyable. <laughs> so now it's the Astros and the Phillies in, in the World Series, and like the Phil. I hate Philadelphia Eagles, so I pretty much don't like. I have no problem with the Phillies, but like you know, the, it's Philadelphia, so this is a pretty shitty World Series matchup, and it's been like that for a long time. I feel like because last year was um, was it the Astros in the World Series last year too? Who were they playing last? Who won the World? The Braves, right? Did they beat the Astros? No, the Braves beat the who won the who was in the World Series last year? I have my laptop here. Let's look it up. Twenty twenty one World Series. Here we go. Yeah, the Braves beat the Astros. Yeah. And then, and what What was it? How many games? Four games to two. So they beat them in six. Damn, man. The Astros were in it last year, too. And 2020 was the Rays and the Dodgers. Oh, right. That was the COVID season. I don't even remember that. I remember the Dodgers winning. I don't remember the Rays being in there. The Rays once, Yeah. And then 2019, I remember, it was the Nationals and the Astros. Yeah, and then 2018 was Dodgers-Red Sox, and then the, the Red Sox beat the Dodgers. Yeah, so the Astros have been in the World Series like three of the last four years. Fucking Jesus, and that's brutal when the, the the team you hate the most is in the World Series every year, you know? God damn it, it makes baseball so less enjoyable. And and the thing is, that's the problem with baseball because, like, you know, everyone's always like, baseball's boring, you know, you know, like kids hate baseball, right? They think it's boring. Like it's all football, basketball. It's all star-driven shit. Um, and when a team that cheated, that it literally no one besides people in Houston like the Astros, when they're in the World Series every year, it it's fucking. I don't think that does well for the sport. You know, at least in like football, no matter who's in the in the Super Bowl, it's entertaining. It's one game, you know. And then in in the basketball, it's always like you have these mega stars that are just fun to watch. But baseball, it's like it's very team driven. So the team's a bunch of cheating assholes. It's uh well they're not cheating this year, but you know what I mean. Like it's uh I don't think it helps the sport. But yeah, so I spent pretty much this weekend watching baseball. Um, I was in New York City this weekend, which is kind of rare. Um, I I uh, I do the road a lot, so usually half the weekends I'm gone and. It was good. It's always fun to be, you know, in New York City. I did some spots uh, at Caroline's, which I recently just got past that. Um, man, it's it's fucking sick, dude. You know, like uh, no knock on the clubs I already work at, but I work at a lot of like um, good, great comedy clubs. But they're like kind of um, they're not 
like nice in the sense of like they're not like Caroline's. Caroline's is fucking state of the art, like slick bar. You know, they serve fucking real food like steak and, and, and wings and shit, you know. And there is just that like like nicety and like glamour to it, you know. Glamour is not the right word. It, it's just like it's it's more state of the art interior, you know, bigger stage, bigger room. And like the clubs I work at now are kind of like those like like basementy corner hole of the room comedy clubs, you know. So it's fun to be at like a fucking like a like a bougie ass. There we go. That's a good word for it. Bougie. It's like a bougie club where like, you know, you get people got suits on and shit to greet you at the front door. You know, a lot of the comedy clubs I work at, it's just some some kid in a T-shirt that's getting stage time, you know, for working there. So it's been fun to work there. Um, if you want to come see me at Caroline's, I'll be there November uh, 16th, Wednesday. Just a great club, man. And um, I uh, had a lot of fun there this weekend. I also played Broadway Comedy Club, which is, um, man, I love Broadway Comedy Club. Downstairs room, main room on a weekend, always fucking hot. And uh, Saturday I did New York Comedy Club. Um, sold out show. Again, just fucking so much fun, man. It's so Sometimes it's great to be in New York to do shows for multiple reasons. It's just I'm home. I get to, you know, come back to my bed. And it's like, you you, you know, New York, you're doing like f anywhere from 5 to 15 minutes a set. So when you're in the road, it's 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 a lot more time, anywhere from like 30 to 45, a lot more preparation, a lot more at stake too because sometimes I'm like headlining. And, you know, when you're headlining, you're the fucking show. So if you eat shit... You ruin everyone's night, you know? And in New York, at a comedy club in New York, there's like five, six comics on or so. So if you eat shit, it's not that big. It's a big deal because you don't want to eat shit. You know, you're going to be in the fucking shower screaming at yourself, obviously. You're going to, you know, your self-esteem will plummet. But it's just like, it's less pressure in terms of like, if you bomb, you're not going to get Yelp reviews. Like, this person bombed and ruined my fucking night, you know? It, it, it was just, uh, as long as other comics do well on the show... Um, it's just less pressure, but yeah, I was in New York this weekend. It was a, it was a great time and, um, yeah, watched some baseball, just chilled out. Um, what's going on in the news? Kanye West. Um, I just saw here that CAA, his agency dropped him, which is, uh, I mean, not surprising. Fuck. I wish CAA would represent me. <laughs> Um, yeah, they're saying Ari Emanuel and a bunch of these big power agents are telling, are saying they don't want to work with him anymore. Ari Emanuel, the real Ari Gold, Jeremy Zimmer, UTA, I don't know who the fuck that is, but he was, his, you know. Kanye West is just getting, his, uh, Balenciaga dropped him, and then now Adidas is facing similar pressure to drop him. Adidas would probably drop him. At some point, you know, here's the thing about Kanye. It's like, um, I don't even know what he said exactly. I just know he said these anti-Semitic remarks, which is fucking stupid. He's losing his goddamn mind. You know, he really just doesn't care. Like he thinks he's right. And it's, it's kind of a superpower what he's got going on. He thinks he's right. And he doesn't like no one else in the world can convince him that he's not right. You know? I kind of wish I was like that. I don't wish I was anti-Semitic. I'm just saying it's like 
I wish I I had that confidence and that ego to believe in myself the way he does. Like he's probably saying all this shit. I mean, if he thought the sky was fucking green, he would, you know, and he really and he believed it, you couldn't talk him out of it. You could tell him it's blue, man. That's blue. Here's, you know, blue. That's blue. Blue. And then you couldn't convince him that it wasn't otherwise, you know? He, he, he and that's where he that's why that's how he got to where he was. He always believed in himself. If you watch that Kanye doc, I mean, even when he was fucking a loser, breaking into like record companies and like trying to and like just crashing people's offices and putting on his CD, they he still believed in himself. You know, I just I can see myself doing that, dude. I break into some fucking you know Netflix is a joke studio and I start playing my 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 stand up for them on their on their um you know on my phone. Like, look at this brilliant shit. And then if they, the first person to like look away, the first person to like yawn or not pay attention or pick up the phone while my thing's playing, I would be devastated, dude. I would give up. I'd just fucking slump shoulders. I would probably just quit comedy, man. And like he, he has that thing in his head where he's just like, I don't give a fuck. I'm right. You're wrong. You know, which is an admirable trait. But obviously, you know, he's losing his fucking mind here. You know, maybe it's because Kim Kardashian divorced him, you know, which is, listen, I'm not saying no one is unlovable, but how do you get into a relationship with Kim Kardashian and just like lose your mind? You know, like, and so many, so many people have done that. A lot of people break up with her and it, and like they lose, or any Kardashian, right? And they, they're fucking fucked up in the head. It's like, I feel like when you're going into that, seeing the history of people that have lost their mind, shouldn't you be like, kind of aware and try not to get too too sucked into the relationship obviously if you love her you love her but you gotta have that like thing in your head that's like you know just be careful be mentally strong you know i guess if anything pete davidson has really shown how how cool he is because one just just being with kim kardashian is fucking cool but he hasn't really lost his shit you know he's doing taco bell commercials he's uh he looks fine you know he dyed his hair blonde, but I think they were I think he had done that already while they were dating. But yeah, he doesn't like most people the day they bring up look look Kanye, dude, he's fucking falling apart. Now he's got kids with her, I understand that, but it's like what, what was it, Chris Humphreys, right? Didn't he didn't he fucking get depressed after? Let's see, Chris Humphreys. That guy's a good looking dude, by the way. Talk about a guy. He's he was a basketball player, right? But just talk about a guy who is not, he's a basketball player, which is obviously impressive, but talk about a guy who's like, what does he do for a living now? I mean, he's probably just retired. You talk about a guy who's like not that good at basketball, just kind of like a great looking dude, but like not much going on. You know, he's a fucking handsome dude. Um, Chris Humphreys after Kim Kardashian. I remember, I think he was depressed too, right? He was like fucked up from it. Let's see. How much did Chris Humphreys pay for? That's not one. But how much did he pay for the ring? Chris Humphreys paid seven hundred forty-nine thousand dollars for the ring. This is so funny because on Google it has uh, people who ask, right? And it says how much did Chris Humphreys pay for Kim's ring? And if you open it, it says seven hundred forty-nine thousand dollars, and then it has a picture of Kanye, her, Kim Kardashian kissing Kanye West. Um. Uh, yeah. I, okay. So what I remember is like there's all this stuff saying that like Kim Kim Kardashian says she owes Chris Humphreys an apology. 
Um, I think they broke up. I don't even fucking know. She like it says, what does it say? She felt pressure to go ahead with her wedding to Humphreys. She didn't want to be known as the runaway bride forever, so she never even wanted to marry him. And then they married. She said she made the wrong decision. She felt claustrophobic just from looking at his shoes in their hotel room. I was so nervous to break up with someone. I totally handled it the wrong way. I fully broke up with him in the worst way. I just didn't know how to deal with it. I learned from so much. They were married for 72 days. While it's unclear how Chris Humphreys feels about the short-lived marriage a decade later, Kim said during the reunion she refused to talk to her. He refused to talk to her when they ran into each other. So it's obviously bad blood, you know? But, yeah, and then Kim... I love how Kim... How long after is... When's this article? 2021. Six years after they break up, she goes, I never really wanted to marry him. It's like, dude, just fucking leave me alone at that point. You know, I just got over this, right? Oh, it's been 10 years since they've been divorced. Yeah, and they bring it up like, yeah, I never wanted to date him anyways. She's like, just leave the guy alone. What's he doing now? I guess he's retired, just being hot, you know? That's a pretty good career. Anyways, Kanye West is losing his fucking mind. Adidas is going to drop him. CAA is going to drop him. Here's the thing about Kanye, though. It's like as much as like he doesn't need anyone, you know, like he's got he's got such a huge fan base. People who are still going to be fans of him after this stuff. He doesn't need anyone like what he did. That stem cell stem cell. That's not what it is. What is it? Stem player. Right. He sold like a billion copies, I think. Right. How much did Kanye's stem player how much did he make off his stem player kanye kanye sold 2.2 million dollars worth of stem players on launch day alone and most recent reports suggest kanye secured 19 uh, not 19 9.5 million dollars in revenues selling approximately 70 47,500 units yeah and that's just himself that's he there was no company he made it himself he put it on his website he sold it himself so he doesn't need anyone to make him money. He doesn't need any, like, these agents. I think I read somewhere, like, CAA, who just dropped him, represented him for, like, his tour dates. And he hasn't toured since, like, 2015 or 2016. So they basically were just, like, representing him just to show that, like, oh, look, we got Kanye on our roster. But they, they weren't making him. He wasn't making them any money. Kanye doesn't need anyone, dude. Kanye just fucking, you know, his shoes and stuff, like, as fucking weird as they look. If he puts them on and he makes them, there's people that are going to buy them. So, you know, he's he's a, he's saying anti-Semitic shit. He's driving himself crazy. But that dude is a cash cow. He has no problem making money. So I don't feel bad for him. Fucking everyone should drop him. He doesn't need him anyways. Um, it's just crazy you can get that big to that point where, like, nothing can hurt you. I mean, unless he, like, goes to jail for something, like, he's going to be fine. He just—and he should— Go to jail. Not for saying anti-Semitic shit, but he's just a fucking nutbag. He should just be... I think he would be fine in prison, too. He'd just sit in a cell and just, just mutter to himself for fucking ever. I think he'd be totally fine. Because, you know, all he needs is himself. He's a fucking egomaniac. I, I really want to, like... And this will never happen, probably, but I really want to have a conversation with him. Just to feel him out. Just to see how he feels like, you know? I haven't really, like, conversated much with, like, big-time celebrities... Who am I kidding? I've never conversated with a celebrity. 
um, like a big, big celebrity. I've talked to some celebrities here and there, not bragging, but you know, I do comedy sometimes. I work with big comedians. Um, most are nice. You know, like big time celebrity comedians are always really nice just because most of them are really nice because they've been through this shit. You know, most celebrity comedians ate shit for years before they became someone. You know, they did open mics, they did, you know, college gigs, shitty bar shows. Um, so they, they have more of a humbleness to them. But I just want to know what it's like to talk to someone who's a fucking psychopath, egomaniac, you know? I heard Jonah Hill's like that. I heard Jonah Hill, like, hates fucking not celebrity people. I would love to talk to them and just fucking say how it feels, you know? But yeah, Kanye's fucking losing his mind. Um, in other news, um, the Giants won again, which is fucking crazy. New York Giants. I hope I'm not losing people with the sports talk, but I'm a real big sports fan. I know I don't advertise it much on my social media, um, but I'm a, I'm a huge sports fan. The time I spend watching football and baseball are the are the times I should be using to watch TV shows, <laughs> you know? But yeah, the Giants won, which is amazing. They're six and one. That's fucking unbelievable. Who knew, man? Thank God. You know, I don't even feel like guilty or anything. It's just like it's been so torturous for ten years. So for them to actually win and be relevant, I love it. Um, all right, enough talking about sports. It's so funny because like in my world, sports is such a big deal, <laughs> right? But anytime. I uh, hope that is that light better. I don't know. I realized it wasn't even on me the whole time. Um, I always think sports is such a huge part of my life, but there's so many. I would say about more than half the people I talk to on the street or in real life where I go, oh, you know, you watch football. They go, no, don't give a shit. Never given a shit. And I'm just like, fuck, man, we live such different lives, you know. But anyways. Um, so I asked for questions to be answered on the podcast and um i asked everywhere i asked on uh instagram um facebook twitter and i gotta be honest um i i got questions on instagram and facebook but not on twitter which it feels weird asking people for uh stuff like something free like oh send a question and then no one responds you kind of feel like a loser but Facebook um, got a bunch of questions, and uh, let's go through them, man. I got I got First off, I want to say thank you guys for sending in the questions. A lot of good fucking questions here, man. Um, I don't know if I'll be able to get to everything, but I'll I'll get to everything at some point. It may not be this episode, but I'll I'll I'll, uh, I'll get to everything at some point. I want to see if I could start from whoever sent it first. Facebook, it just says all comments. Okay, so if I go to newest, it shows all comments with the newest first. So we'll start from the bottom of all comments. Okay. So uh, Carrie Hendrickson asks, if you could choose to be reborn as anything in the world, what would you choose to be? That's a tough question, uh, Carrie. Miss Hendri- Hendrickson? Yes, sorry. I didn't want to assume your gender. Um <laughs> I don't know. It's it's like it's a weird question because like being a person is probably like the best thing you can be, right? You know, like what else? Maybe a whale, because like a big fucking hump, blue humpback whale. Because anything else in life, it's like if you're an ant or if you're like a bird or you just get killed in the wild, you know. So if I could 
be reborn as anything in the world. I would just want to be another human, maybe more like a like a like a more beautiful human with a bigger penis. But <laughs> I don't know. I guess for the sake of the question, if I could be something different, I guess like I said, like uh, like, like something that can like kick ass, um, or something that's like safe, you know, because I want to live a long time, like a blue whale. You know those ones that are like fucking ten miles long. How long is a is a blue whale? Let's look that up. Blue whale. Um, oh, my girlfriend came up. <laughs> Just kidding. My girlfriend's fucking like 100 pounds. Um, she's tiny. That's why I can make fun of her weight. You can't make fun of... You can't be honest with, with humor. You know, like if my girlfriend was fat and I was like, if she's a blue whale, then she'd fucking break up with me. Um, All right, blue whales are 300... Anywhere from 290,000 to 330,000 pounds. They have a lifespan of 80 to 90 years. And their length is 75 to 79 foot female and 79 foot male. That's not a mile, right? What's a mile? Hundred. What the fuck is a mile? How many feet in a mile? Oh, I'm so stupid. Oh, I got to Google every fucking minute of this podcast because I'm so stupid. How many feet in a mile? Okay, so there's 5,280 feet in a mile. Wow. So I thank God I researched that because I sounded really stupid earlier. I said they were like 10 miles long. But yeah, I'd want to be a blue whale because they live to 80, 90 years, which is about the lifespan of a human. They're fucking gigantic. And so I can't get eaten by, I can't like just one day, like if I was a, a an ant, I can't just be, oh, oh, good day to be an ant. And then I get fucking stepped on and die, you know? I don't want to, I want to be an animal that's like, can live and like have a happy, prosperous life. Pos prosperous life. So yes, if I can come back, um, I would be a blue whale if I was going to be reborn. Okay, Carrie, what would you be? Answer. Answer me whenever you can. Got it. Um, oh, I'm sorry. It wasn't, it wasn't Carrie Hendrickson. It was Ken Carrie Hendrickson, which is, uh, interesting. I've never heard of Hendrickson. I've heard of Hendrickson. That's a great question. Um, I never thought about that. Blue whale, that's what I would want to be. Okay, so Francis Acevedo. Um, if I say your name wrong, I'm so sorry. I, I literally, I shit you not, I, I read at like a second grade level. I'm not dumb. I just, for some reason, if there's like, in my mind, if I have to pronounce something, I always pronounce it wrong for some reason. I don't know why. It's like it could be two ways, and I always say it the wrong way. I'm so sorry, Francis, if I'm saying your name wrong. Francis Acevedo writes, uh, Francis is also a top fan, which thank you so much for being a top fan on Facebook. Um, he writes, I'm going to be that lame-ass guy, which you're not lame. You know, you're my top fan. How can you don't say that. My fans aren't lame. Um... Francis asks, how did your parents meet? I'm honestly curious. So, <laughs> I my parents met, it, I do a joke about it, so Francis clearly has not seen me my stand-up clips at all. Um, my parents met in college, um, but my dad was my mom's professor. Yeah, so I'm the extra credit, you know? But uh, yeah, so my mom, my dad's a math teacher, and my mom took his class, and then after... You know, in the future, after she had taken his class already, they started uh, hooking up and stuff. So it wasn't like a classic, like, teacher banging student situation. 
Oh, man, it's so crazy. I'm talking about my parents just saying, bang it, blah, blah. But, yeah, that's how they met. They started dating um, after the semester. Yeah, that's how they met. Uh, my mom's from Taiwan, and uh, my dad is a teacher at Jersey City University, so she came over here from Taiwan, went to Jersey City University, took a math class, as you have to, because of, you know, core courses and shit. And... uh that's how they met. Now, a good a good, a good follow up. Maybe I can ask my mom. I don't. To be honest with you guys, like my mom and I um, are close. My dad and I aren't that close. Um, so I I have you know I have that classic immigrant family dynamic where we don't really open up much. Um, I'm starting to more with my mom just because I'm getting older, and uh, she's getting older. You know, you know how we become an adult. You put shit to the side and. You start to realize family's the most one of the more important things in life. Um, besides Molly, Molly is first. No, but yeah. So I should ask my mom how they um, reconnected, and then maybe I can talk about that in a future podcast. Look at that! I love these questions. I didn't know I wanted to be a blue whale, and now I have like a homework to do. I gotta ask my mom more about my uh, dad. <laughs> um. Thanks for the question, Francis. Thanks for being a top fan, too. Um, Francis's question got two likes, too. That's great. I'm going to like like it real quick. Um, yeah, three people asked that question. Oh, no, no. He asked it, and then three people, two people liked it, including me, just now. Um, all right, we're going to move on. Uh, Tad Rogers. Tad. That's a... Is that like a... Is your name really Chad? And then you didn't want to be a Chad, so you named it... You renamed it Tad? That's a Tad, uh, interesting, that name, Tad Rogers. Um, it's about Aaron Rodgers. Um, lost to the, he lost to the Jets, the Giants, and the, the Washington Commanders the last three weeks. You think he's fucking done? In a weird way, it's kind of like nice because he was such a, he, I, I, listen, I don't know Aaron Rodgers personally. Um, <laughs> I love how I have to like preface a lot of these like interactions with celebrities, like, these hypotheticals with celebrities, like, listen, I I'm not saying I know the guy. Obviously, I don't know celebrities, all right? I'm a fucking loser in front of a, a blue screen. But, um, yeah, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady have been really sucking this year, man. It's pretty wild. Do you think they're getting old and they're done? It's weird because, like, Brady, Brady's so accomplished, so even if he has a bad season now, it's like, whatever, just retire and, and fucking try to win back your wife, you know? But with, like, uh, Rodgers, he's like, he, he's been such a dick, you know, like he's been like known to like be estranged from his family, you know, the whole thing about lying about the vaccine. Now, he says that like everyone knew and they kind of like threw him under the bus. But it's like, I don't know. He's got that 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 vibe that not not really likable vibe to him, you know, so to see him kind of like not do well this year. I don't know. I don't feel bad for him. Anyways, um, and also like the Giants beat him, so how how can I feel bad? Anyways, next question. Tad Rogers asks, are stand-up comedians rich? Now, Tad also commented on something I, I posted on Facebook where I was asking for uh, – I started subscriptions um, for people that don't know for $5 a month on Facebook. If you um, subscribe to my Facebook page for $5 a month, you'll get extra content. Um, no one's described, which means no one thinks I'm, my content's worth any money. But you guys will enjoy free content, which is... That's fine. I understand. Um, 
I just for anyone that wanted to um, subscribe, I just kind of have that option out there. And you will if like if you subscribe, I'll I'll put an extra like stand up clip, joke clip, you know, for you. And like I'll send you merchandise. But you know, I get it if you don't want to like uh, no, you know, it's a tough economy right now. But then Tad also gives me shit because I I post about oh I just started these subscriptions. He goes. You know, you're, you're, why are you asking for money? You're, you're a comedian. You know, comedians have fat wallets. He says something like that. It's like, Ted, I, I don't know. I want to live in your universe where stand-up comedians are rich, okay? Stand-up comedians, the, the, the discrepancy between comedians and their income is fucking insane. It's like you have Kevin Hart who makes a jillion dollars a day, right? And then you have me who makes like, I, I make as much money as a dude who works 50 hours a week at McDonald's. That's what my income is. So maybe like 40000 to $50,000 a year if I'm having a good time, you know? So this whole rich thing, I don't know where you're getting this from, you know? And I barely make any money from stand-up comedy. All my money is from fucking social media, is from acting shit. I get checks from TV shows I've done every fucking month that basically pays my rent. I, I Doing comedy is... If, my accountant would look at it and be like, this is your fucking hobby, like like collecting cars. Like you lose money doing these gigs most of the time, you know? I have to sell t I have to sell wristbands and, and my soul on the road just to make fucking some money from doing comedy, all right? So I don't know where you're getting this comedians are rich thing, all right? So Tad, I I demand an apology and I demand that you sign up for my subscriptions. Five dollars a month for that hurtful comment. Um <laughs> We're not rich. Tad, I don't know where you're getting that, but whatever universe, listen, if you live in a city or a state where comedians are rich, let me know where that is and I'll move there. Um, but thank you for the question um, and the eventual subscription. Next question. Monica Phillips. Monica Phillips asks, what race slash ethnicity do people, I'm going to like these, by the way, after um, I answer them. I don't know why I had to say that. Um. That's how dumb I am. I have to say the things I'm doing out loud. Stop breathing. Pop looking. Pop. What race? Reading question. Monica Phillips asks. Look at that. See, Monica has an easy name. We had Tad. We had Acevedo. We have Henriksen. Now we have Monica Phillips. MP asks, what race ethnicity do people usually assume you are? Um, people usually think I'm just Asian, Chinese. Uh, Anything, any like, it's funny because they, 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 most people assume I'm, I'm some type of Asian, but what that Asian is, 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 is a toss up. You know, I've gotten Filipino, Chinese, Japanese, Korean, I've gotten all the shit. Um, some people, so it's most people, people mostly think I'm Asian. I would say number two is, uh, white. Some people just assume that I'm white. And then some people go, okay, you're, you're not, you're mixed. And then a few people think I'm a uh, Hispanic. So, yeah, I get it's very, I could say, I would say 50% of people would say I'm Asian. Then you have like the 20% that think um mixed and an equal percent think I'm white. And then like the rest think I'm Hispanic. So, yeah, usually, I mean, it's, I guess it's right. You know, people think I'm Asian. I am, I am Asian. Um, It's a toss up. That's what, and that's one of the more fascinating things about, being me and being mixed race is like, I don't really necessarily um, know what people think of me, you know, because obviously, you know, humans, you know, from past experience and life, 
we see things and then we use our judgment our judgment or whatever our perception is from where our past is so I'm getting like different things from all the time from different people, you know? So whatever, some people look at me and whatever experience they have with Asians is what they think of me. Some people, white people, you know, think of me and then some people are mixed, think of me this way, you know? So it's pretty, it's pretty cool actually. Um, it's kind of a toss up. Um, that's a great question, uh, Monica. Mo but most people, what, what did you think I was? Monica, answer me. Answer me. Um, Lori Rich. That's a great name, Miss Rich or Mrs. Rich. Um, asks, how do you get out of bed when you don't feel like it's possible? Ooh, that's a great question, Lori. Wow, it's a deep question. Fuck, I love you people on uh, Facebook. Yo, people. What do you mean, yo, people? Um, <laughs> so, Lori, I mean, with a last name like that, I don't feel like you have any problems getting out of bed, but... If I was your last name, I wouldn't have any problems getting out of bed. But no, it's it's a valid question. And I'm actually very fortunate where I'm the type of guy that I don't like going to sleep. Now, I do sleep, and I sleep pretty well. I sleep on average from like six to seven hours a night. But what I mean by I don't like going to sleep is like, um, I'm really you know career-oriented, and I'm really motivated right now. You know, to make it in comedy and shit. So, you know, when I go to bed, I mean, like, yeah, at night when I'm, like, trying to fall asleep, all I want to do is, like, just wake up, get my coffee, and start working, you know? So, I, I don't really have much problem getting out of bed. Um, now, there have been moments where... Um, I think what you're referring to is, like, when you're kind of bummed out and depressed um, or things are, you know, things are bringing you down. How do you kind of get out of that funk? Because I have those can't-get-out-of-bed moments during the day sometimes where I get fatigued or, you know, stuff like my girlfriend and I, we had an argument not too long ago, and I was depressed about that. And Or you just feel like things aren't going your way, and all you want to do is lie down, give up, and just shut it off. Um, I would say... How how do I kind of get out of the bed or the couch or kind of get out of those funks is it's I try to slow things down, you know? I don't try to think about this, that, this, that, or what's causing me to be bummed out or where, like, I don't really think about what I have to, to do to get out of that funk. What I try to do is I just try to, at that moment, do everything I can to just get up, you know? It's like... Uh, yeah, just I just try to put all my effort into literally physically getting up and either leaving the apartment or starting a task. Because once I can get involved in something else that's not sulking, I can maybe put more energy and I can build obstacles where I can take my mind off the thing that's bothering me. I hope that makes sense, you know, because I understand how hard my girlfriend um, uh, and I don't think she minds me talking about this, but. You know, she has some issues with depression and I've seen where she's, you know, she'll wake up and she'll be in bed for a, a long amount of time. And it's because um, it's because, you know, she's depressed. And I just tell her, like, you know, in those moments, you all you got to do is just focus and try and put that effort into just getting up and, you know, taking your morning whiz, get your coffee and go out. Just try to like fucking 
zone out like a football player, just going through the tunnel, just fucking woof, right? And if you can do that, you can put that effort. It's like going to the gym. It's like sometimes the hardest part is getting up and going. But if you just say, stop, stop this shit, go, get up, go. Don't worry about getting there. Don't worry about what you're going to do when you get there. Just fucking start something else. Get up and go. And wherever you are, let's say like the bed, if the bed, if you're tied down to the bed, because the, get the fuck out away from the bed, you know, just anything you can do. Go for a run. Go for anything that's kind of like that has like a, 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 a purpose or, you know, sometimes, too, it's like. If I ever have these, like, okay, so I don't know if this is a good example, but I've been, example, but I've been on like a, a, a I've been, I do intermittent fasting, right? Not all the time, but like if I have to look good for a shoot or just kind of like just to stay in like tip top shape because I'm in show business, um, I, I will intermittent fast. And a lot of times the worst thing to do is, is, the, the worst days for me to intermittent fast is when I'm like today, when I'm home all day working from home because the refrigerator's right there, um, you know, and I could just eat. But the best the days I try to intermittent fast is when I have to like be out all day because I, I don't necessarily have the time to eat. So I kind of get up. I leave the fucking house. So I'm not next to the kitchen. I don't bring no money with me. I bring my cards, my ID, you know, my my Vax card. But I, I, I kind of force myself into a situation where I can get mentally taken away and not and not putting myself in positions to eat. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So I would say the best thing to do is just like whenever you're feeling down, try to forget everything and just focus on one thing. Up and out. Up and out. Get the fuck out of that bed. Um, and Lori, I, I, you know, I hope um, everything's okay. Um, another thing to think about is that uh, whatever it is, it's it's going to be fine. I, I hope that tone doesn't come across wrong, but it's like, unless it's, you know, I understand tragedies happen, but um, there's this, this so much life to live. And if you, um, I know things can be overwhelming sometimes, but try to think about it in like a holistic, I guess, big world type of way sometimes. We're like, at the, like at the end of the day, um, as long as you're breathing and healthy, um, whatever problems you may be going through, although tough, it's not life altering or life ending. So like, I, I guess my advice would be is just to get up and go. That's it. Nothing else. Um, thanks Lori for that question. Um, I love these kind of questions or because, you know, when I say these kind of things or points it, it also me saying them out loud also reminds me to do these things when i'm feeling down so i appreciate you uh asking that and kind of getting that out of me um that's what she said get this out of me um all right dan kissane kissanine kissane there's a lot of weird names in this world um dk don't get gong ask can i borrow a hundred dollars um, I get, you know, Tad would probably think I have a hundred dollars to give, but I really, I really don't. I just got my Amex bill for next month and it's, uh, it's brutal. So sorry, t Dan, I can't borrow a hundred dollars, but what you can do is fuck yourself. No, Dan, I don't have a hundred dollars. I love how he, he puts the borrow in quotations, you know, as if like, 
that's sarcasm. Like, borrow as in, like, I'm going to give him $100 and not get it back. I think that's kind of what he meant. Anyways, thanks, Dan, for soliciting me. Um, next question. What time are we at? We're at 49 minutes, so about 10 minutes left. Uh, oh, only a few more questions. Stephen, Stephen Nee, I guess. Stephen Nye, Stephen Nee. Not Nye, Nee. I would say Nee. He's got a long ass question. I will, uh, I will read it. What kind of Chinese do you or your mother speak? Chinese, uh, sorry. What kind of Chinese do you or your mother speak? Cantonese or Mandarin? We speak, uh, can uh, Mandarin. My mom can speak Cantonese and Taiwanese though. I can only speak Mandarin. How much in your life was in China, Puerto Rico, and any other states, country? I, sp I when I was growing up, my grade school years, I used to go to China every Taiwan every month. Uh, woo! Um, I'm sorry, not every month. Every summer, I would spend my whole summers in uh, China. No, I mean sorry, in Taiwan. Sometimes in China, uh, but my my grandparents are from Taiwan and have family also in China. So I would I would be there. In my in my grade school years, every summer, Puerto Rico. I only went once when I was like, before I, I was making memories. Um, and then other states, countries. No, I lived. I've lived in. Um, I grew up in New Jersey, and uh, I let. I now live in New York City. And I honestly, up until I started doing comedy and touring, I didn't do any traveling at all. So, it's uh, kind of a boring answer. But now, now you know. That's the one thing I love about comedy, too, because I've always, I guess, wanted to see the world. But I've just, you know, if you're not making money and just can afford vacation, there's really no reason for you or way for you to travel, you know. So with comedy, I get to travel for work, which has been great. Um, Steven also says, I had a similar life as yours. Oh, my family are Chinese. I think he meant to say is unless your family is not your family anymore. Because my family Chinese and they decided to find a job in Puerto Rico. Oh wow, they took a restaurant in Las Marias, Marias, in the late 1990s. I've been in Puerto Rico for 10 years. That's cool. Moved to New York for another 10 years, and now I'm back in Puerto Rico helping the restaurant. But I do go back to New York from time to time. Well, Stephen, um, I would say um, other, you know, being Chinese and Puerto Rican. Well, you being Chinese like you said, and having like a Puerto Rican uh, background is similar. But other than that, we're not similar, bro. I grew up in Edison, New Jersey. I was there all 22 years, 23 years, then moved to New York City. And uh, that's it. I'm still in New York. You, you've been back and forth. You've been in Puerto Rico for 10, New York for 10, and now you're back in Puerto Rico. So you're back and forth. You did a lot of moving. I didn't do that much moving. Um, yeah, so we're not similar. Don't fucking compare me to you, okay? No, I'm kidding. Um, that's cool. Do you speak anything else? Because you said you're, your family's Chinese. What do you speak? Cantonese, Mandarin? Um, you found a job in Puerto Rico. They took a restaurant. So you've been helping out with the restaurant. That's so cool, man. I've never, I don't know, I don't know nothing about the restaurant life. You know what I mean? Because I, uh, I, I, the jobs I had in high school, 
was uh, retail. I would work at I worked at Macy's, Foot Locker, Foot Action, and uh, Barnes and Noble. I've never worked in the restaurant industry, so it, I imagine it's stressful because you know one you're dealing with people's food. People are very demanding and kind of shitty when it comes to their food, and you know. You have those like I, I sometimes I just like especially like fast food restaurants which I don't think you're working at a fast food restaurant but like when it's like when it's like fucking busy and you're just constantly working back there man that like sometimes I think that's fucking really brutal and it's hot back there so that's very cool man um thanks for thanks for the three questions um and just to summarize I speak uh, Mandarin with my mother and every summer growing up I would go to Taiwan. For the whole summer, and I didn't start traveling until I started doing stand-up comedy. Um, we have uh, a couple more questions. Now we have a few more questions. I'm gonna save some for next time. Um, you know what? No, we'll just answer one. It's weird because we have a few minutes left in the podcast, but we only have um, three more questions. If you um if you have a question for me again send it to I'm just a kid podcast at gmail.com or just DM me on whatever platform um or just if you you know if you're watching this on YouTube just comment your fucking question I'll answer it next time um all right let's just I'm just gonna answer this one last question so all these were actually from Facebook um I'm gonna switch apps here I'm gonna go to uh, Instagram. I posted the question that I got sent. It was the only question I got sent on Instagram. And I think it was kind of a... I, I can't tell if it was like sarcastic or meant to hurt my feelings. But someone asked me, am I happy? Um, it's from a person with no profile picture and like no followers. Am I happy? It's a loaded question, bro. It's one of those questions where like, my first instinct is to be like, no, because I'm so bottled down with my career, um, life, responsibilities and all that stuff, trying to make it. And, you know, I'm not satisfied with where I am in my career in terms of like, I want to be on TV more. I want to headline more. I want to make more money and I want to have a bigger fan base. But. You know, when you put all those kind of like uh, luxuries, I guess, or goals, they're really just goals and ambitions away. And I kind of look at my life now, I would say I'm happy because I, I have a great life. I mean, I, I, you know, I'm joking about the blue screen and where I am at, but I'm, I'm in New York City living in an apartment in Manhattan. It's a nice apartment. It's a one bedroom, high ceilings. I got uh, two cats that I fucking... They're like my children. I don't know where they are. Um, maybe they maybe they ran away. But uh, I have two cats. I have a fucking MacBook here. I have camera. I you know I'm making a living just doing whatever I want. And uh, I have a I have a girlfriend who I love. She loves me. We're, we're we're like you know we're a team. We're supportive of each other. And I have um you know my parents. You know I have my um my mom. I can go to with anything. And I got spots, man. I'm I'm I'm. I'm like, I'm not satisfied, but I, I, I love doing stand-up comedy and I get to do it every night. I put myself in a position where I can get stage time every night. I could write jokes, perform them, craft them. I'm getting auditions 
you know, so I'm working towards my goal. I got nothing to complain about. Obviously, I want more. Just the fact earlier I said, like, I don't ever want to really go to sleep at night because I'm just anticipation for the next day about waking up and fucking go, 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 go. You know, get to your goal. So I'm happy. I am happy. And if you were trying to, like, hurt my feelings by being like, are you happy? Well, then fuck you, okay? But if you were really asking me if I'm happy, um, I would would say uh, I am happy. And thank you for asking the question. Like I said, sometimes these questions, they remind me about how um, the realities of life, you know? It's so easy to get in your zone about everyday life and forget about stuff. But sometimes it's good to answer these questions and take a pause and, uh, you know, really some real shit. So, yeah, guys, great questions, man. Awesome. I would say awesome start to the solo cast. Um, I appreciate you guys sending in your questions. Send me more. Send me more. I'll put another um, PSA out <laughs> for more questions for the next episode. But I, th- I thought this, this was a lot of fun, you know. My jaw hurts from talking, um, <laughs> um, but this is great. I really hope you guys got a kick out of this. Um, I hope you enjoyed. I just hope you enjoy this, man. I, I'm so insecure, but like the first half, I'm talking about sports and like I'm rambling about my life. I don't know if it's interesting. I don't know, but um, I feel a little better that I included you guys in the second half. I don't know. Please write to me what you think. If you thought this was boring, if you thought I talked too much about myself, too much about this, or if the questions weren't, answers weren't sufficient, please let me know because I'm always working on trying to get better. Um, and I, I'm really looking forward to like um, doing this every week, connecting with you guys more, sh- opening up a little more to you. I love the high school podcast, but I just felt like I wasn't really opening up and uh, sharing my life as much as I wanted to. Um, there will still be guests in the future. I have some pretty amazing guests that I'm I'm trying to get, um, but it won't be at, it won't be every week. From now on, it will be like once a month. You know, whenever I I, I feel like there's a a guest who's like kind of like uh, would be good for for the podcast or someone I just want to actually talk to. I know right now we're I'm talking to Gus Kenstantelis who. Is fucking hilarious. Go go to his Instagram. He's got a huge following. So goddamn funny. So cool. So nice. So chill. He'll be on. We're gonna bullshit. Jamie Wolf, another guy who's, who's fucking blowing up on Instagram. Um, he'll be on here at some point. And um, I'm excited to talk to those guys and like share the share the shit with you guys. Um, tour dates. Um, this weekend. Um, it's a pretty busy week. Um, I was in New York this weekend, but I'm going to be back on the road um, Wednesday and Thursday this week. I will be at Uncle Vinny's Comedy Club in Point Pleasant, New Jersey. Um, if you don't know, that's the comedy club where the girl got the beer thrown at her. Um, listen, I play that club a bunch of times. And yeah, it's it, it might lean a little right, but most of the, that's a one-time thing where someone that shitty... You know, that stupid is at a club throwing beer. Like, what the fuck? You know, it's like anytime you go to a bar and someone gets into a fight. It doesn't happen all the time, right? It's a good club. Aaron Berg is going to be the headline. I'm going to open for Aaron Berg. And Aaron Berg is one of the most funny human beings in the world. I guarantee if you go, you're going to laugh your fucking ass off. So please come out to that. 
Oh, I see in my calendar I have a submission due. Fuck, I got to get working on that. Um, so, yeah, Uncle Vinny's Comedy Club, Wednesday, Thursday, um, October 26th, 27th. And then I'm flying out to out west, northwest, Washington State, Richland, Washington, Joker's Comedy Club, headlining there, two shows, Friday, Saturday, October 28th, 29th. Get your tickets at jamescamacho.com. And then after that, I'll be in L.A., and then I'll be in Medford, Oregon, November 4th, 5th. I'm doing um, Chadwick's. Um, it's not a comedy club. It's a bar that does comedy every weekend. But it's a, I've, I've done it before. I think it was fun. I don't remember. But Medford, Oregon, if you're in that area. And then um, Caroline's Comedy Club, New York City, again, November 16th. And then December 2nd and December 3rd, Comedy Loft, Washington, D.C., if you're in D.C., come out to that. I think we're doing four shows. Comedy Loft. Go get your tickets. JamesCamacho.com. January 6th, 7th. Cocoa Beach, Florida. Gregory's Comedy Club. January 13th, uh, 14th. Church of Satire Comedy Club. Hanover, Pennsylvania. And then um, January 20, 21st, I'm doing uh, Bergen, New Jersey Performing Arts Center. Latino comedy show like a latin themed comedy show with cypher sounds who's a fucking new york city radio legend um that'll be january 21st jamescamacho.com for all tickets guys send the questions in send it to me dm me you can know how to reach me dude i'm just a kid podcast at gmail.com you can send it to my you can just dm it to me directly i'll comment it on here comment it whatever i will i will i'm i'm a i'm a social media whore i see everything all right so um guys thanks again share with your friends um and i will uh, i will speak to you next week thank you so much and adios She's gonna be she's gonna